Hello, welcome back to the Barefoot Books Podcast. In this traditional Indian tale, a beautiful Marwari horse and a brave little girl join forces to protect the king from a scheming chieftain. After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Magic Hoof Beats collection. This is the story of Terror, a story from North India. Once, a horse dealer from Gandhara set out with his horses for the royal city of Anga. The king was always watching for a hallowed horse for his young son, the crown prince. What is a hallowed horse? It is a shining bay horse with a coat as smooth as the moonstone, a mane like the tossing of the waves, and wisdom far beyond belief. Whoever possessed such a hallowed horse would surely know joy. And whoever sold such a horse to the king, the horse dealer thought, would surely know wealth. Of course, he had no such horse, but his mares had foals, and who knew what foals might grow to be? One foal he ignored. That was a fierce little creature who, even though he was a bay, as a hallowed horse was said to be, bit and kicked everyone. The horse dealer named this hot-tempered foal Terror. I will sell Terror to the first man foolish enough to buy him. A potter saw Terror and said, What a pretty little horse! Terror hurried to the potter and began to lick and nuzzle him. What a sweet little horse, the potter said. What is his name? Terror, the horse dealer told him, but hurried to add, it's a joke. As it happened, the horse dealer owed the potter money, so he said, why not take this horse in exchange for what I owe you? The little horse licked the potter on the cheek. Done, said the potter. He took Terror home, and he and his wife kept the little horse as their pet. The years passed, and the foal grew into a fine bay horse. Meanwhile, in the royal court at Anga, the king died, and his son, the young crown prince, took the throne at the age of twelve. The chieftains who had owed allegiance to the old king did not like the idea of owing allegiance to such a young king. We won't pay tribute to that little boy, shouted Raja Ganesh, the head of the rebellious chieftains. Let us wait till he goes hunting all alone. Then we shall capture him and I shall be your king. Whispers of rebellion reached the ears of the prime minister. He said to the young king, Sire, you must not leave the palace grounds until we find you a hallowed horse that will keep you safe. Must I be a prisoner? The young king retorted. Must I stay indoors till you find a horse that probably doesn't even exist? The prime minister quickly called for all the horse dealers in the land. Among them was the one who had given terror to the potter. I did have a bay horse such as you describe, he said slowly. But it was a mean-spirited beast, and so I gave it away to a potter. 
the Prime Minister and his attendants went to the potter. What have you done with the horse the horse dealer gave you? The potter blinked in surprise. Why, it is well, quite well. Now that it has grown, my little terror carries my sacks of clay quite nicely. We will buy terror from you for a sack of gold. No, I like my horse. Two sacks of gold. No. Don't be a fool, a voice whispered in the potter's ear. This is your chance for wealth. The potter thought it was his wife's whisper. How can I sell this horse? A horse that is like a son to me. You are making me angry, the voice whispered. If your son was destined to be prime minister, would you force him to stay a potter? Tell them, I will take only the price of a hallowed horse, and you will get not two, but a dozen sacks of gold. Just then, the potter's wife walked by. Then who had been whispering in his ear? He turned and saw Terror staring back at him. You do as I say, Terror commanded. So the potter told the Prime Minister, Give me the price of a hallowed horse. He was given a dozen sacks of gold, enough to make him a wealthy man. Terror went off with the Prime Minister and was given a fine stall with plenty of soft straw for his bed and the finest oats and hay. But Terror refused to eat. He wishes to be honoured like a true hallowed horse, the wise men decided, so they had musicians play for him. Terror still refused to eat. We have not honoured him enough, the wise men decided. He still does not feel at home. So they took out the old wooden manger and put in one of shining gold. Terror still refused to eat. The wise men consulted their books and scrolls. Ah, we know what the hallowed horse wants. He must be coaxed to eat by the first lady of all the land. That would be the king's wife. If only the king had a wife. His cousin, the wise men decided. His little first cousin is his closest kin. We must find her. Off the wise men hurried, searching here and hunting there. At last the little girl was found, sitting in a mango tree munching the fruit. I don't want to come down, she said. I like it up here, though I wish I had some candy too. We will give you candy. We will give you anything you want. But first you must feed the hallowed horse. Off she went to Terror's stall. Terror refused even to sniff at her. The girl said, I am the king's first cousin, so they call me first lady. Of course, once he's married, I won't be much of anybody. Terror tossed his mane and snorted. I know you're called Terror, the girl continued. I'm called Candy Cheek because I like sweets and candy so much. I suppose it's silly to think that a horse can talk, but at least you can listen. I was hiding in a tree because terrible things are happening. 
Raja Ganesh is leading an army of rebels against us. He wants to marry me, and he wants to cut off the Prime Minister's head, then capture my cousin, the King, and leave him on a desert island to die of starvation. She frowned at terror. That's right. And here you are with plenty to eat. And yet you're trying to die of starvation too. For your sake, Terror said, I will eat. You can talk. Oh, wonderful. Eat and grow strong. And then you can go and bite off Raja Ganesh's ear to teach him a lesson. I shall teach him a lesson right now, Terror said. Open the stall door. Not without me, Candy Cheek said bravely. I want to go with you. Very well. Open the door and jump on my back. Then hold fast. Candy Cheek jumped on Terra's back, and he raced off like the wind itself, straight to the rebel camp. There he stopped short and gave a great neigh. Every horse in the camp neighed back, saying in horse language, This is our leader. Raja Ganesh came running. Look at this, he cried to his men. My child bride has come to me. But terror gave a second commanding neigh, and all the horses in the camp turned on their riders, caught them by their belts, and carried them off. Terror lunged forward and bit off Raja Ganesh's ear, then led the charge back to the city. There, the royal army quickly put an end to the rebellion. That evening, everyone in Anga celebrated. Long live our king, they cried. Long live our brave candy cheek. And long live the wonder horse, the hallowed horse, terror. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com slash podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.